Welcome to Change Catalysts at the Growing Edge with your host, Carol McClelland-Fields. Within each show, Carol and her guests explore topics that give coaches, healers, and other change catalysts new concepts, tools, and insights that open up opportunities to flourish personally, professionally, and financially. And now, your host, Carol McClelland Fields. Hello and welcome. I'm Carol McClelland Fields, your host. One of the most frustrating parts of taking your work in a new direction is when you feel stalled. As I look back at my career as a coach and trainer and author, I can definitely see times that I evolved my work in significant ways. At last count, I think I've done that six different times since I started my business in 1991. And each time I made that conscious decision to shift my direction, I would start a journey of discovery. And at some points of that journey, I was able to make progress without too much friction. And then there were those other times when I could not make progress no matter how hard I tried. Whenever I got stuck, I would get so frustrated because I couldn't figure out why I wasn't making progress. Sometimes I would blame myself and I would go into sort of a downward spiral, which I'm going to hopefully help you avoid. And other times, I could tell it really wasn't me, it was about other circumstances. As I have been developing this latest evolution of my work, Flourish as a Change Catalyst, I've spent quite a bit of time making sense of how my journeys have unfolded in the past. In this show, I'm going to be sharing several factors that can block your progress when you're trying to bring your own work into the world. Now, the first thing I want to say is often when we are dealing with a question of clarity, we think our clarity or our lack of clarity is all about the focus of our work. And that's a part of it. But in practice, I've found that confusion comes in a lot of different flavors and each one of those different flavors can block your progress. So when you're feeling confused, you are confused, that is true. But it's more than that. The way you're confused, the form of your confusion, the focus of your confusion will help you sort out what's at the heart of your frustration. And when you don't know the cause of your confusion, your lack of clarity, then you have a really hard time resolving that and getting back to moving forward with your business. So in this show, as I mentioned, I'm going to be sharing five different ways that you may be feeling blocked as you take your work in a new direction. And each one has its own flavor, as I mentioned, and each one has its own solution. When you can see yourself in these scenarios, that will give you some clues about how you can move forward with your own new work. So the first one is... You aren't particularly clear about the core focus of your new work. So if you're hesitating to move forward with this work in any way, it's likely you don't have a clear enough sense of your new work to take action. 
Now, your hesitation may show up in different ways. It may look like confusion or overwhelm or too many ideas or not sure you're ready to commit or thinking you have to choose between this idea or that idea. It all comes down to the sense of hesitation. Now, hesitation we think is bad because that means we're not in action, but actually hesitation isn't so bad. It's not something to beat yourself up about. It is actually just a natural part of the process. What your hesitation is really telling you is that you aren't ready to take those steps yet. That's all it's telling you. If you can listen, if you can learn to listen to this internal source of wisdom, then you will be able to move forward because your hesitation is telling you to pause, to step back and take a different look. It's not saying push harder to get through this so you can get somewhere. It's instead asking you to spend time creating a deeper relationship with your new body of work. So in the process, you'll gain new levels of confidence in yourself, new levels of confidence in your work, and new levels of confidence in that impact you're having on your clients. Now, when do you know that you have enough clarity to move forward? Well, that's a really good question. And what I found is that when you've discovered that you have an idea that excites you and motivates you to move forward, then you're going to feel like you're on to something. And that's the sensation that you're searching for. Now, in my case, I can think back to the various scenarios of when I changed my business. And each time I felt this palpable shift in my energy when I hit this point. And I realized in that moment, I was no longer searching. I knew I was on to something and I was ready to explore that idea and figure out how to develop that idea. The searching energy always has a bit of an edge of anxiety. You're worried that you're never going to figure it out. You're obsessing, you're struggling, and all of that angst will drop away in an instant when you identify that idea that you're feeling called to move forward with. So if you are hesitating, if you are feeling this still searching feeling that I've described here, if you have not yet felt like you're on to something that you want to commit your time and energy to, then you are not ready. You just are not ready. Doesn't mean you're never going to be ready. It just means right now you're not ready to take action. I do have ways to support you in finding that focus. So stay tuned for that information. I just like to add that right there because a lot of people at this point think, oh, I just have to wait. No, you don't have to just wait. There are ways to proactively find your focus. So let's talk. The next place where you may feel a stall or may feel overwhelmed is if you are pioneering a new work or a new field. When you're bringing in new work into the world that's a little beyond the usual, it's beyond how people are thinking right now, then you are by definition a trailblazer or a visionary or an evolutionary. Your work is going to take clients someplace they've never imagined before, and it's Likely they can't imagine it without a bit of help from you. That's where the confusion comes in for this particular block. This confusion happens when you can't find the right words to describe what you do. 
You can't describe it to yourself. You can't describe it to your clients. You can't describe it to your colleagues who could refer to you. It's a frustrating place because obviously you do the work, so you know what it is. You can feel it. You can sense it. You can do it. But you are having a struggle putting that work into words. And it sounds like, yeah, that's no big deal. But when you're working beyond the norm, when you're working beyond how our world sees things, we don't have the language. We don't have the vocabulary to be able to share that. And this process is often made more frustrating by well-meaning coaches and consultants who ask you, plead with you to simplify your work so that it will come across as snappy sound bites that will attract your audience. And I will tell you that those who are pioneering, those trailblazers, visionaries, and evolutionaries, and some change catalysts who are on the growing edge of their own fields, we're never going to fit into the soundbite marketing world. It's just not going to be that way. Yeah, maybe two years into your work, you can figure out a snappy way to say that. But by then, maybe you're not quite as trailblazing as you are right now. But when you're in this new place with your work and you can't find the words, it's because your work is beyond the scope. It's beyond what we think of when we think of the field that you're in. So trust yourself. Trust your work. Don't buy into the fact that you shouldn't do this work. Don't buy into the fact that you have to do something that has snappy sound bites. Don't ever let anybody else tell you that you can't or shouldn't do the work that you want to do. This is one of my hot buttons. I was told that. Many of my clients were told that, that their work was not appropriate because you couldn't reduce it into something that was easy and a five-step this or a five-step that. That's not the point. The point is that you are bringing something into the world that needs to be brought in right now. Our world needs new ideas. If you have a new idea, one of the things I will tell you is that you can't leap straight from your new ideas into marketing. You have to start by building a more intimate relationship with your work. You have to know your work inside and out before you can begin to find the words that will describe your work even to yourself. What do I mean by intimate relationship with your work? Well, that entails knowing or creating a conceptual framework for your work. So it might be an underlying model, a set of principles, a set of steps, a theory, a set of values. There are all sorts of ways that you can have conceptual framework that you're working within. When you have that framework, when you develop that, then you can double check each of your offerings to make sure that what your clients need at a particular part in their journey will come to them through your work. You'll also be able to discern what's your work and what's not your work. You may know that I use my model, the seasons of change, as a metaphor for how people go through transitions. And I use that same model with my change catalysts who are evolving new work. It's a transition. Anytime you're bringing new work into the world, you are by definition navigating a significant transition. And when I started laying out my services along that map, I realized I was missing some things. I was creating gaps in my services unintentionally, 
But because I had this framework, I was able to fill in those gaps and create a much smoother journey for my clients. When you have that framework, you can also see that you need to create a certain language for your clients to understand your work. You may also find that your work has more benefits and better results for your clients because you have tied it to this conceptual framework. After you have created this relationship with your work, then you can begin to work with clients one-on-one And as you do that, you'll gain even more insights because one of the ways we all work is that it's in relationship. It's with our clients. It's with ourselves. It's with other people that we begin to see how our work can be even better. We can only go so far inside our own heads. We have to reach out and cross this barrier outside of ourselves to get new feedback, to get new insights. And this personal work that you do with clients one-on-one will provide you with wonderful insights. You'll see what they get just naturally and what you really need to learn how to describe in more detail. You'll also learn ways to enhance or perfect what it is you're doing. When you have confidence at that level, then you can start thinking about your marketing messaging. And it'll be a whole lot easier at that point because A, you know what you do, You've started practicing how to talk about it and you know the result that you provide to your clients. And so in a sense, marketing becomes this bridge, this bridge between where your client is right now and what they know about their experience and where you're taking them. Where can you show them that there's this bridge, this opportunity to take them to a new place? And it takes some trial and error to discover this. I have been working in this field of Flourish as a Change Catalyst for several years. A lot of it underground, working with individual clients that I knew already or that came to me through referrals. But I wasn't doing a lot of outward marketing because I wasn't yet clear about how to bridge the experience for people. Right now, I talk to people about the build your business model, which is how most of us were trained in the business world, um, and why that's not working, and then I show them an alternative. And that bridging is helping people see that my work is different, that I am different, that what I'm providing to my clients is different than what the build your business coaches and consultants are offering. Don't be concerned if this process of building your relationship with your work and finding this bridge and developing the wording, don't be surprised if it takes time because it does. But the key is as you build all of this, you are deepening and enriching your own work. And when you do get to the point of marketing at a larger scale, then you will have more success more quickly because you've already done a lot of trial and error to get to this place where you know how to talk about what you do. This kind of trailblazing work, whether you're a visionary or a evolutionary or you're a change catalyst at the growing edge of your field, it does take an extra dose of faith in yourself and a faith in your work and perseverance. 
because it is going to take some time. There's just no way around that. You're really pioneering something brand new for our planet. And that is to be commended. We need new ideas. We are here. We are being called to do this work. There are ways to build in income streams while you're doing this development work. So that's another resource that I can help you with if you need to look at that as a way to support the cause. Now, the third component that can sometimes block our progress is the matter of timing. So there are three subpoints here. So is it the right time for you, you personally, to be developing a new body of work? Do you have that time and space and depth to be able to begin to evolve your work organically through insights and experiences? Most people who are bringing new work in the world realize that this is a part of what they're doing. The reason I'm bringing this up is sometimes my clients have had such a difficult journey to get to this place that they have some healing to do before they're really emotionally available to work at this level. If you struggled with the build your business model, if you have been shut down by a coach because they didn't think your work was going to work, if you have struggled to find the words or if you've struggled to build your ideas, all of that can create this resistance to the organic evolution process. And it just becomes a lot smoother, a lot more natural when you can heal the struggle and you can understand why and how you've gotten here. And then you can see a new path to move on from here. And when you get fully immersed in that evolve your work mode, it becomes a lot easier because you're using the evolve your work definitions of success rather than the build your business definitions of success which are really not what you're going for right now. So you will be able to untangle some of that struggle just by knowing where you are in your journey and what's ahead for you. The other question is, is your work ready? Sometimes we think our work is ready. We've developed it. We've even tested it perhaps. And then we try to launch it and nothing. It does not work. Like what's going on? I, I thought I was ready to do this. But it appears at times that there's more birthing to do. When you are feeling hesitant to push your work forward into a bigger marketing space, really be careful because often there's more to it, more to develop than you may know. And when you can add in those additional perspectives and insights and experiences, your work will be much stronger and more robust. If you launch it too early, it never gets a chance to mature enough to really wow people. And wow people in a deeply personal way. I'm not talking wow people in a glossy, glitzy kind of way. Now, I thought... I was ready to launch this business in a bigger way back in the spring of 2018. About a month after I was really starting to plan for that big launch is when I got invited to host a podcast on Inspired News Radio. And just the invitation 
what would you like to talk about? That question ended up being the question that brought me and my work and my audience, my clients into exquisite focus. No question I had ever asked myself before had brought me to this level of clarity. And in the intervening year, (laughs) who knew it was going to be a year, by the way, in this intervening year, I ended up reworking many of my programs and my website and a few other pieces to be ready to prepare to take in and allow that new level of clarity ripple through my business. Now, I was making money throughout that time. I'm not saying that I was hidden away just working on my website to work on my website. I was working with clients. I was developing and refining what I was working on, but I wasn't ready to take it out into the world until all of those pieces were set down and feeling good. And I found out the hard way that when there's anything that is not quite feeling right, it can cause quite a ripple. (laughs) And when you do get that clarity, sometimes you have to go through that process of evolving again just to clean up a few things so everything is cohesive and stands together for you. Now we're talking about it. Is this a matter of timing? Is the fact that you're not making progress a matter of timing? And I've talked about, is it the right time for you to be developing your new body of work personally? Is it personally your time? Or is your work needing some additional time to mature and deepen? The next subpart to this question is, is the world ready for your work? Sometimes we hold a vision for the work we want to do for quite some time. We always wonder, you know, am I stalling? What's the deal here? But I've come to believe that sometimes it takes an energetic breakthrough at another level, a cosmic level or a political level or a community level before your customers and before the world will be able to embrace what you do. I have in the last couple of weeks been talking to Change Catalyst quite a bit about their new work and a number of them have talked to me about the fact that they've had this idea maybe six years, five years, ten years, it varies, but for some reason they couldn't bring it forward. I know that energetically we've been going through a lot of shifts And I believe that that's opening the way to this work that's at the growing edge. So if you felt kind of holding back, like "Eh, maybe this isn't the right time, perhaps it is and you're not quite ready, or perhaps it's time to really look at how you can bring it forward. Now, all of these blocks here around readiness, it's really easy to take them all personally. And we can blame ourselves for not making better progress. And actually, the timing of our work, especially if we're at the trailblazing, visionary, evolutionary levels, is really beyond our control in many ways. We can do all the steps, we can take all the actions, but there are other factors that have to come together before the actual birthing process can begin. Honor what you're feeling See if you can sense what is not quite in alignment and see if that's something you can control or if there's something beyond you. 
even if it's not time to bring it out into the world, you can still be working on it and developing it so that when the time is right, you're ready. And that's kind of ended up what's happened with me is I worked quite a bit on this in the background before I announced to many people. And now it's feeling like there is a new readiness for what I do. The next one, you aren't sure what steps to take and when to take them. When you think about your business right now, it's likely you have a list of any number of things you want to be doing. You could know about changes on your website or a new program you want to create or you have updating your social media profiles on your to-do list or you're trying to figure out a better sales sequence to talk with new clients or you're discovering how you want to grow your business or which new opt-in lead generator you want to set up. I know that list. I know that it's a huge list. It's an ever-growing list. But the key is you can't tackle everything at once. You've got to find the thing to work on. The question that I have for you is, do you know what order to go in? Of that list, where would you start? A lot of people start with their website, but that's not always the best place to start. When you're evolving your new work, there is definitely an order to follow. And once you know it, there's some intuitive rightness to it. But most of my clients do not realize that there is actually a first and then a second and then a third thing to do. And when you know this order, when you understand this order and how it influences your success, you begin to see perhaps why you haven't been able to make progress in the past. Here are a few bottom line examples. If you don't have a clear sense of the core focus of your work, how can you possibly create a strong body of work, that conceptual framework I talked about earlier? If you aren't clear about your offers, how can you possibly figure out your pricing and your business model, or even how to market them? If you aren't clear about what you do, how can you figure out the best way to communicate what you do, or the best marketing strategies to follow. The key here is that order matters. You've gotta start with a clear foundation for that next step. If that clear foundation is not set, it's soft or it's a wide gaping hole, (laughs) uh, you really can't move forward. In fact, one of the surefire ways to derail your progress is to leapfrog over tasks that you should be doing before you do the next thing. Often people are seduced into taking courses or uh, training programs because they think it's gonna take them further along the goals that they have. But that only works if that thing that you're entertaining investing in is in alignment with where you are on your journey. If you are not aligned with that thing, if that thing is five steps ahead of you, then that's just going to be a derailer. That is going to cause confusion. It's going to cause angst because you're not going to be able to implement it. And it's going to cause great frustration because it's really not going to take you where you need to go right now. So understanding the journey of evolving your work is going to save you a tremendous amount of time and angst. When you understand the journey 
and what to do when, it really relieves a lot of pressure because you know then why you're not able to do X, Y, and Z and where you need to put your time and energy in order to make the progress you want to make. Now, the fifth block to your progress is when you are struggling to turn your new idea into a rich body of work. Have you ever stared at a blank screen or a blank sheet of paper for hours on end and not made any progress? Or maybe it drifted into days or even weeks where you were trying to figure out how to transform this great idea that you have into a viable source of income. The process can be daunting. Don't get me wrong. I understand. I've done this process many times. But if you have never done this before, if you've never created a new program or written a book or developed something like this, you will get overwhelmed pretty quickly. The reason for that is there are so many unknowns, so many nuances, so many options to navigate. And it's incredibly easy to get overwhelmed if you aren't sure how to navigate your way through this phase. Now remember, if you're a trailblazer, a visionary, or an evolutionary, then this process of creating your new body of work is even more amorphous. Because remember, we don't have words in our culture for what it is you're doing. We don't have a set way to talk about it in our culture. When you have any of this development piece going on, it's hard to make progress when you don't know what steps to take. You're likely to be very closely aligned to your own work, which makes it really hard to see what needs to happen next or what tweaks you can make to improve it. It's like you're in the forest and you can't see anything beyond what you see. Whereas somebody with a different perspective can see how these new ideas link together or a different way to word that or a different conceptual basis, a different metaphor to use. So that's one way that this is difficult. The other thing is finding your own best way to ride the wave of your creativity. When you understand your own ways of creating, then you'll get a huge boost. And the key is we all have different ways of generating ideas, writing content, developing formats, and refining our vision. When we can find our own natural style at this, then we're able to be far more effective than trying to force fit ourselves into templates that don't really reflect us, our work, or our clients' needs. The other tip I'll give you is that you may be expecting your idea to show up in all its glory from the very first moment that you start working on it. That's really not how it happens. I like to think of it as adding layers and layers of clarity bit by bit. And each element that becomes clear becomes solid. And you can start rooting that down because it stays still long enough to send down roots. And then as you start getting more and more of those elements in place, that creates a stronger base upon which to add the next layers of your work. And over time, that foundation gets strong enough that you can actually take that leap to share the work with your immediate clients and those beyond. Without that strong foundation, 
it really doesn't work well because you are never sure. When you're never sure about what it is you're sharing with your clients or the public, you will naturally hold back. You will hesitate. And that's where we started this episode. Hesitation is telling you that you're not quite ready yet. You need to clarify something else. When you are turning that new idea into a rich body of work, if you're not familiar with that process or you're feeling like you're too close to the solution, you can't figure it out, please reach out. Having a guide, having someone who has been through this many times at your side can really give you tips and also can help you gain perspective that you can't get any other way. If you are finding that one or more of these dynamics are blocking your progress, I invite you to reach out to learn more about some of these details. This is a new language I'm sharing and I can do it in short bits, but short, small bits like this don't always tell you everything you need to know. One of the most effective ways to untangle your lack of clarity and to get you moving again with your new work is to figure out where you are in your own journey. And when you know where you've been, where you are and where you're going, you have a much higher chance of knowing what your best next steps are. So my resource today is my Clarity Changes Everything series. That's a wonderful starting point to learn more about many of the concepts that I talked about today. In that series, I introduce you to a path to evolving your new work and how that's different from building an existing business. They are entirely different paths. They have different kinds of definitions of success and you need different skills to navigate them. Throughout that series, I have valuable insights that I share whether you're still searching for that core focus of your new work or you're ready to develop your idea with potential. So to gain access to that series, go to my website, flourishasachangecatalyst.com forward slash radio. And I'll repeat that in a second. That will have a link and you can just sign up for that series. I think you'll find understanding this terminology, understanding this bridge from one way that you've always seen how to do business to this new way for evolving your new work will open up a whole new way of seeing where you've been and where you're going. And when you can see that healing happens, you release that old struggle and you begin to dedicate your time and energy to moving forward with the work that you're bringing into the world. So I hope you've gained new insights about your journey through this episode of Change Catalyst at the Growing Edge. Again, to explore the resources that I shared today, please visit my site at www.flourishasachangecatalyst.com forward slash radio. And there you'll find links to Clarity Changes Everything series as well as previous episodes. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for new ways you can flourish as a change catalyst at the growing edge. You've been listening to Change Catalysts at the Growing Edge on Inspired 
newsradio.com with Carol McClelland Fields. Tune in regularly to hear more ways you can flourish as a change catalyst.